Explain a little bit on how it is turning the page for you. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I don't fuck with 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 you, bro. You be talking too much shit about me on Twitter. Welcome to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? I am your host, P-Line. You can listen on various platforms. We on Apple Podcasts, we on Google Podcasts, and we on Spotify as well. Like it, leave a comment, or you can share it. Just do something. I would like to welcome everyone to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? I'm your host, as always, P-Line. I hope everybody week off to a great start, and for the weekend, stay safe. This is episode 55, season 2. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about the things that entails with my daughter's Sweet 16 party. But before we do that, let me spin y'all around the world right quick. And what we like to do when we spin around the world, we like to talk about topics and things that I am seen and done in the past week. First thing is, uh, you know, Apple got fined $27 million for slowing down the iPhones. Yeah, I kind of feel I'm always a skeptical when it comes to stuff like that. But ain't nobody can't tell me that they flown hadn't slowed down. If you got the older version of the iPhone, you immediately know your phone wasn't operating at that same speed. They were slowing down the iPhone so they got fined. And to me, this just means that this is a tactic for you to come back in and buy the newest version. They always pulling something. These giant companies, these tech companies, they always going to pull something on you. And you don't even be knowing. But $27 million for slowing down the iPhone. I know for sure my phone has slowed down. I know it. Because usually... You know, a battery a battery charge large lasts a, uh, a a pretty long time. Now that bitch dead in minutes, five minutes tops. You dead. You better not be running it, no app or something. That bitch gonna die so fast. And that's what you experiencing. It takes five minutes for it to die and forty five minutes for it to charge. And you better not be in an argument with somebody. If you in an argument with somebody and you, they don't say it, they little piece, and then you come around and say your piece, and right when you get to the, you know what I'm saying, to make your point, that bitch die on you. Uh, it dead. And, and what, when you go to charge it back up, it take about 10 minutes to cut back on. By the time you cut the phone back on, the argument over. You go to call them back, and you continue the argument, they won. They got their piece in. You never got your piece in. You never got your point till your point across. 
The phone take 10 minutes to cut back on, man. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. That's how the iPhones operate. You know what I'm talking about? They don't slow the motherfuckers down. They don't slow them down. iPhones say, you know what? Apple say, you know what? <clears throat> I need them coming back in and buy this new one. So I'm going to slow their bitch down. So they got fined for that, for not notifying the subscriber. And that's typical of these companies. That's real typical. That's what the type of shit they do. And we already know what's going to happen. You know what I'm talking about? They're going to issue a public apology and all that, which they probably already did. And then they're going to notify you through a small print. And they're going to put some shit in there. You know what I'm talking about? You're going to read it. And it's going to be taking you all over the place. You know, section one, verse two, part three, section five. God damn, which part is it? One, two, three, or five? I don't fucking know what. You know, but they are, they good at that type of shit. That's the type of shit they good at. They throw all these, you know what I'm saying, uh, chapter one, verse two, part five, and three. You Man, you trying to read that shit. Man, that's why they get you to get a lawyer, man. You don't know what the fuck these people be talking about. But they good at that. But I still read through my shit anyway. Fuck it. Yeah, to my own now. I come out that bit, don't know what the hell it meant, but yeah, I still try to read through it. But they good at that. And they're gonna issue that apology. You know what I'm saying? Because they got to notify the subscriber. And you know you're gonna run right back to them and spend your money. And they're gonna do it to you again. Yeah, they cost them 27 million. But if they're gonna make a billion dollars a day off of their product, guess what? They can afford to give back 27 million to charity. That's what I'm calling it charity. So that happened with Apple. Now these car dealerships, man. I had to take my car into the dealership and boy, look at him. These motherfuckers the rip off of the year. <laughs> these car dealerships, the rip off job of the year. Oh yeah. I don't took my car in. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the check engine light been on, and I knew, you know what I'm talking about, and, and, the, and the gas cap light was on, so I took it in. But I had already took to the mechanic, you know what I'm talking about? He told me it wasn't nothing wrong. He tried to fix it, and um, he said it wasn't nothing wrong, so I wasn't worried about it. But I just took it in to them, you know what I'm saying? And um, when it come back, they said I needed an oil pressure sensor. Man, listen, man. When this man was going over the items that I need, don't you know that the part only costed $25? He was trying to hurry up and scroll up the page so I don't see. And he talking real fast, but he don't know. I'm locked into them numbers, them price, the prices, $25. You want me to tell you how much the labor was? $1,400. So in total, we talking $1,600 after taxes and all the bullshit. Straight up, they trying to get off, man. They trying to get off on you. And I, me, I was going to let it stay because of the convenience factor, but I had a mechanic to do the job. You know what I'm talking about? But they ain't want to work with me because I told him, hey, give me a deal. He said, all right, I'll give you a deal. But I'm going to have to, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to have to keep the diagnosis fee on now. So I'm like, nah, 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 nah. You can take off that diagnosis fee. You know what I'm talking about? That's the standard. 
You know what I mean? But he was saying, if I give you the deal, I can't get the diagnostic fee. So you either get the diagnostic fee off or the deal. It's the same damn thing. You ain't giving me no deal if you're going to keep the diagnostic fee because the deal, which you had said you're going to do $100 less, the diagnostic fee was $89. That's no deal. So he called the manager in there. I argue with his ass. He told me, he trying, how the fuck you trying to help me? He said he trying to help me. How the fuck you trying? I looked that motherfucker in his face. How the fuck you trying to help me? And the park costs $30. And you charging me over $1,400 in labor. How the hell you helping me? And I can go get this shit done for $600. And which I did. I took it to my guy. Like I said, I was going to keep it there just because of convenience. And let him just knock it out. And I took it to my dude for $600. And he got me right. How the fuck you trying to help me, man? You know what I'm saying? So y'all got to be real careful with these dealerships. You know what I'm talking about? You take your car in, and next thing you know, you got all types of problems. The door handle don't work. The gas gauge ain't working. You know what I'm saying? All these little minor things so you can bring that bit back in, and they can rip you off again. That's how they operate. These dealerships do. And everybody know it, because soon as your car be running, okay. You know what I'm saying? You can go in, You can go into the dealership uh, uh, take your car in for something simple as a tie going blown. And you can get it fixed. And next thing you know, your sensor's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You hear ticking noise. Now your door handle broke. Now the stern wheel makes sounds when you turn it. It always happened, man. You know what I'm saying? So don't put no trust in these car dealerships, man. Because they trying to make money. And you know what I mean? And um, you ain't no exception to when it comes to them making money off you. So y'all be real careful. And if any one of my followers need a real good mechanic, I got one who's going to charge you low, low. He ain't ripping y'all, man. Good, honest Lloyd dude. So my last story I'm going to talk about is these two snowbirds I met, man. One was from Marco Island. He lives in Marco Island. He come down for the summer. For, for 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 the winter and then his partner from Minnesota. I met him. And and how I met him is like always, somebody seems to want to approach me. You know what I'm saying? Somebody approached me, wanna approach me. They say I look approachable, friendly or whatever. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? The drunk one, the one from Minnesota, he hit me with the Hey, brother, you look like you pretty hip, brother. <laughs> he hit me with the brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I already know I knew something was coming after that. I knew something was coming after that. You know what I'm saying? So he hit me with the brother, and then he came on in and I asked him, can I get him some weed? I looked at him, you know what I'm talking about, and I told him, I said, uh, yeah, I can get you some weed, but I'm not. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know you, man. You know what I'm talking about? And even if I did know him, I wasn't going to get him no weed anyway. You got to get your own weed, man. You know what I'm saying? That's just the rules of the game. You got to get your own weed, or you got to have your card, you know what I'm saying, to get your own weed. So, after the night wanes on, you know, we get a little friendly. Talking back and forth. And he harassed me. Because now after he got a few drinks in him. 
And I hit me about one or two of them motherfuckers. Okay, we, we chatting it up. And now we ragging on each other. And he telling me, you know what I'm saying, about, you know, because his partner or somebody else who was down on vacation with him was on his way to, the, to where we was at. And he had the last little bit of vape pen. And it was running out. They had a vape pen. And he was bringing the last little bit of it. And he, uh, that's why he wanted me to get him something. Because he don't, they don't know nobody down now. You know? So, he was on his way. So, when he got there, so before he got there, he was like, hey, man, you know, when my partner get here, he trying to set me up, y'all. When my partner get here, I'm going to let you hit the vape and show you Minnesota weed is way better than this Florida weed. <laughs> that's a hint. He want me to get into, you got me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Florida got way better shit. So I can prove it. Okay, that's what he's trying to do. So I, I, I play along. I'm like, oh, man, you got, man, you know, you crazy. You in Florida. The bushes grow real good in Florida, man. Ain't no motherfucking bushes can grow in minus 20 degree weather. You know, I'm fucking with him. So we're going back and forth. He's like, man. If you come visit me in Minnesota, I'll smoke your ass out like the cops was looking for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, so we going back and forth with the smoke guy. And I told him, you know what I'm talking about? I'll smoke your ass out like you were sitting in the middle of a chimney, bitch. I call, they'll, call, they'll call you a Navajo chief. You know, we going back and forth. So when the dude get there with a pen, you know what I'm saying? He smoked the last little bit of him. He's like, hey, man, you want something? I'm like, nah, I'm straight. I'm good. I ain't smoking after. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. You motherfucker got shit around all around your lips. Ain't nothing going with that. So, now, he like, man, I offer you something. You're telling me how good your shit is. You know what I'm saying? And you been a poor sport, man. What the fuck? I know you got it. You know what I'm talking about? First of all, I'm not your brother. You don't even say that word good enough. Okay. That, that's number one. And I'm not getting you no weed. And I already told you that. So now, I'm plotting. I had just eaten a bag of Cheetos, right? And I got the bag, bag rolled, uh, balled up in my hand. And um, I said, all right. I got you. I got you. So I went and got a brown paper bag. And I put the Cheeto bag inside of the brown paper bag. And I blowed it up. And I told him, hey, listen. I went back to him. I said, hey, listen. This is the last little bit left. This is the last little bit left. Smell this. I put it to his nose. He smelled it. He was like, oh, shit. This is smell like some fire. What, what the hell is this? I say, this is Nacho Metropolis. <laughs> I told him, bitch, this is Nacho Metropolis. I say, my guy, he's been working on a new screen. He don't finally got that bitch. You know what I'm saying? He don't finally got it to, you know, to, to the plant. And this is a new screen he's been working on. It's called Nacho Metropolis. He's like, let me smell that again. He smelt it again. He said, man, it kind of smells cheesy. <laughs> I say, yeah, man, that's that Nacho Metropolis, a new screen. Y'all gonna hear about it. It's gonna be in all your dispensaries, up north, everywhere. 
This is going to take, you know what I'm talking about? This, this new scram going to take over. And man, after I gave him that sniff, man, this man would not stop harassing me for the rest of the night. This big guy mad at me. Him and his partner, man. You know what I'm saying? He, I never, I never disclosed. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you, my prank. I never disclosed it to him. I never told him with Cheetos. You know, I played to the game. You know what I'm saying? But they left mad as fuck at me. I got the fuck around the motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? But that 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 happened. True story. Now let's uh get into the the the, the sweet 16. Everything entails my daughter's birthday party. So my daughter just turned 16. Happy birthday, baby. You know daddy love you. And um I got her a car. We got her a car for her birthday. But I made the mistake of telling her. I was going to buy her a car eight months prior to her birthday. And as the time kept getting closer, I realized, man, what the fuck I was doing? Why would, the, why would I tell her that? That ruins everything. So I had to fix it. You know what I'm talking about? So her mom, now her mom did an amazing job with that. She helped fix my fuck up. Boy, I be fucking up. I ain't going to lie to you. I think I know a lot, which I do. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? But I be fucking up too, boy. I ain't gonna lie about that. You know what I'm saying? But her mom, anyway, her mom helped fix it. And so how she helped fix it, you know what I'm saying? She put the broke, you know, your dad going broke. And I played along, you know what I'm talking about? You know, going the going broke role, working all the time, you know what I'm saying? Just not spending no money, won't buy nothing. You won't take them out to eat, stuff like that. You know, every chance I get, I'm telling oh, man, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. You know what I'm saying? If we all go out to dinner, I make it look like her mom paid. You know what I'm saying? And I just give her the money on the table and shit like that. So, and which is important because that needed to be a surprise. And if you've seen the video of her, re- her, her reaction to her surprise, you'll know she did not know it was coming. So this is what we did. You know, during the gift exchange time of the party, everybody brought up the gifts, flowers, and whatever, you know, uh, presents they want to give her. And then we save a big box for last. And we roll the box up on a dolly. And inside the box was her brother. So when she go to open the box, her brother jumped out and handed her a note. And the note said, follow me. So everybody that was inside, because no, they didn't know what was in the box. No one at the party knew what was in the box, okay? So now, when the, when the, the DJ announced, follow me from the note he had to my daughter, everybody rushed outside. No one knew what was coming. No one at the owner, a couple people knew. But no one else knew she was getting a car. So once we got outside, she didn't see nothing. And next thing you know, around the corner comes the scar, car a- accompanied by three people with sparkles. And from that point on, the motions start to pour out. It was probably the best thing that I had been part of in my life, man. 
And I don't had a lot of success, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of great things that over my course of my life don't happen for me. But that right there, boy, that was a special moment that I have to say. Hold on. That I have to say. What's the best? Somebody, somebody was texting me. And I hate it when I'm doing the podcast. Because I already let everybody know. Don't text me. You know what I'm saying? Usually I'm going to start having to cut my phone off. But that was the best moment I had. As a father. To see her emotion. To see how, you know, how wrapped up she was in that moment. It gave me joy. It was a wonderful surprise. I had to go coming to America with this situation right here. If you ever seen coming to America with Eddie Murphy, you know, his parents tried to find him the bribe. That was their tradition. They found the bribe for you and, and made you marry and marry the bride. Eddie Murphy didn't want that. So he went to America to find his true love. And when he got to America to find his true love, he didn't want to play like a prince because he was the, the prince of Zamunda. His daddy was the king. They was rich. So when he got over to America, he didn't want to be known as rich. He wanted he played a poor guy. So, so the woman that he ended up marrying, he, he knew for a fact that she loved him for him. That's what I had to do, man. I had to play broke. You know what I'm saying? So I can get the rawest emotion out of my daughter. I wanted to totally surprise her. And it worked. So that's how that worked. And then I had I had did a special tribute to my daughter using a lot of old video, old pictures. I picked this man her favorite song that we liked together. That was the first song that me and her actually similar liked. You know what I'm talking about? That was the first song me and her similarly liked together. So I picked that song for the tribute. I went through countless and countless of pictures and videos and everything. And you know, that was real fun. And for the tribute at the party, I did it on a projector with a projector screen. You know what I'm saying? I did it on a big projector and with a projector screen. You know what I mean? And it was at nighttime and it was outside. I hung the projector screen on the wall. Like, you know, on this hanging spot on the wall. And everybody got chairs and lined up. You know, outside, and they let me and my two daughters have the middle of the floor and stand there, and I had it on a speaker so it can project out. And um, they sat down like it was a movie, like it was a, a nighttime movie, how they used to do back in the days at night. And, and yeah. And everybody there, you know, watched the tribute play out. 
that was a wonderful moment. And she enjoyed it. She cried. You know, the emotions, you know, riled up and get excited. And she cried. And that was a beautiful moment as well. The outside of the party was lit up. We 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 uh rented some cranes so we can hang like chandeliers because they had two like big oak trees. Uh, I don't know if they were oak trees, but it was the huge big trees that got a lot of you know indents in them and barks and stuff like that, and they get massive. And we rented cranes and hang a whole bunch of lights and chandeliers up there and put a swing set with flowers wrapped around the ropes. And, you know, and they took pictures in the swings and stuff like that. And the outside was lit up. You know, her mom did a real good job at setting up that party. So the outside venue and our color theme was was burgundy and blue. You know, that's that's pretty much my daughter's favorite color. So that was the color theme. My daughter organized the choreographed dance. I'm probably going to share a little snippet of that on my social media account. She did a good job, man. She had the crowd going. <laughs> she really had the crowd going with a choreographed dance. It was her, her sister, and one of her members in a youth group church. One of the members of them. They did a good job. They killed it. They they brought they, they 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 raised the roof. They brought the house down. You know what I mean? So I was real happy to see her actually choreograph her own dance routine. That was fun to see. Her talents. She's starting to she definitely a leader. You know what I mean? Even on the even in her youth group church. Her, because she had her pastor come to the church and speak and play her favorite song. And they did a worship. You know, doing one of the segments of the party. I was skeptical at first, but after I seen the way she did it, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. This little girl right here, she is definitely a leader. She's not following anybody. That's what, you know, and that's one thing you can you can appreciate from, from your kids. That they don't follow people. They 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 would rather be alone than follow someone else. You know what I mean? She create she creating her own lane. And I love I love I, I appreciate that. So the choreographed dance was 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 awesome. They played a little game. It it, it entailed five legs. The first leg of the game was it was two sides. I picked the side and my daughter picked the other side. Her side ended up winning in the end. But the first leg of the game was you, you put an Oreo, an Oreo cookie on your forehead. And somehow you have to get the Oreo because you kind of leaning back so it don't fall. And somehow you got to get the Oreo cookie to end up in your mouth. If it falls on the ground, you got to start all over again. And whoever do that first can move on to the next leg. And the, the second leg of the game was you got styrofoam cups. On each end, you got a balloon. You got to blow up with your mouth, and you got to let the air out and push all four of the styrofoam cups off of the table, and then you can move on to the next leg. And then the third leg was of see-through 
uh, plastic bottles with small holes in them on each side taped together. And the candy starts on the top side. And so in two hands, you're shaking it real fast, trying to get the candy to drop down like an hourglass into the bottom of it. And then once the first person do that, they can move on to the next leg, which the next leg was writing down the first time you met my daughter. And then you can move on to the fourth leg, which was a whole bunch of questions. And you answer the questions. And then when you finish answering the question, you move on to the last leg, which was of you tie a balloon to your left leg if you're on my side. And on the other side, you tie it to, yes, the left leg as, uh, as well. And then a person across from you have to try to bust a balloon. How to have to try to bust the balloon without you moving frontwards or backwards. You have to stay still, but you can move your legs side to side and try to not let them bust it. They end up, they end up winning that game. They end up winning that game, and and um, the winner got a hundred bucks. So once that once they side won the game. They the winners the the all the team members on that on that team played to win the grand prize of a hundred dollars musical chairs. Her best friend ended up winning the hundred bucks. So that was a great that was a great the, the kids enjoyed that. But you know overall, as far as the party goes. There's one big takeaway that I got from the party. When I go back and look at. <coughs> when I go back and look at all of the um, pictures in the video of the party. And as I seeked out my daughter throughout the party. The one thing that I kept noticing. Not one time. Did you see her. That she didn't have a smile on her face. Throughout the whole party. No matter what she was. No matter where she was at. And what she was doing. She had a smile on her face. And quite naturally. You know I spoke with her. You know after everything had them calm down. And was over. And I wanted questions. And I asked her a whole bunch of questions. She said she was so happy. And that's what it's all about. She said she was so happy. And I asked her about, you know, when it came time to open the box, what was she thinking? I thought I asked her what she thought was inside the box. She said she thought it was a computer. But then she was like, why would it be a computer if they rolling it up on a dolly? So then she thought it was like a little small dog. And when she got when the when the box got to her. And jumped out on her. She was like, why would they get me my brother for a present? It don't make no sense. You know, her mind was going in so many different places. She trying to think of what's what it could be. So then when her brother handed a note, she ran outside. I asked her, what was you thinking when you ran outside? She told me she thought she was finna get a horse. She said she thought she was going to get a horse. 
because her mom's husband owns a farm and she liked the horses. Okay, she liked horses. So she thought maybe she was going to get a horse. And when she seen her car pulling up and the people walking beside her with the sparkles, that's when all the emotions ran out because she had no idea that she was getting a car. Man, her mom did a good job at acting like I was broke because I made the mistake of telling her eight months before her birthday that I was going to get a car. So we had to fix it. Leave it to somebody else to always fix my problem, man. That's just how it's been working. So that was all the emotions that was wrapped up in her. It was a good job. You know, and my daughter, she didn't want no alcohol at the party. You know, I and 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 I'm a and I'm an advocate with that. I don't I I don't like alcohol at kids' party. I don't really like the drinking from my daughters anyway. You know what I mean? Because I need to be at full faculties. I need all my faculties just in case something go wrong. If they need me to solve a problem, if they need me to protect them, whatever the case may be, I don't need to be slurring and leaning. You know what I'm talking about? I handle my liquor pretty good. Some people can't. They be all off their rocker. You know what I'm saying? Balance beam off, leaning, falling, messy, sloppy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's something she didn't want. And like I told y'all, you know, she's taking on that role of leadership. Even in her youth group church, she's the leader in her youth group church. And they'll do things all the time. They go to Bush Garden. They go, you know what I'm saying, to Orlando. They do fundraisers. They do all type of stuff together as a youth group church speech. She know pastor roles and everything. And she's taking on that leadership role. And her, and her pastor spoke up for her at a party. And said that he never seen someone as young as she is, you know, take on those responsibilities as a leader as she do. So, you know, I just want to say happy birthday to my daughter. She's 16. Her future ahead of her is bright. She has a bright future ahead of her. I can see the leadership qualities in her at such a young age. I'm glad she enjoyed a party. I'm glad she enjoyed her gifts. It's um, she definitely deserved everything. She do everything asked of her. You know, we all have a love. She do everything asked of her, and um, we we always been close. So, to her, we're gonna do this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. This has been another edition, 55th episode. You know, I'll be back better than ever next week. I'm your host, as always, P-Line, and I'm out.